You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. What's going on? Hi. So um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the MCAT. Okay. <laughs> the biggest exam that everyone freaks out about. Yep. <laughs> um, I guess my question is where to go from here because I have taken it three times. Okay. And I've read on like Reddit and all over the internet, schools even, that after like three times, I guess it looks like concerning and like some schools might not look at me. And I guess like my concern is I don't want to take it when I'm not ready again, but also I don't want to wait like another year to take it, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, all right. So lot, lots to unpack there. Let's talk about three times you said, what are you scoring? So the first time I scored really bad, I got a 480, I think a 482, okay. like very low. And I don't think I shouldn't have taken it. I should not have taken it that time. Like um, I didn't take the prereqs before. I think it was just a dumb decision to take it that time. Okay. Um, and then I took it six months, no, six months, like four months later. Um, and I got a 485. So I moved like three points. Okay. Um, it's still not good. <laughs> Then I waited a year. So that was like a big, I guess, time lapse. And I had six months, like wasn't in school because I graduated um, to study. So this time I thought I was like very well prepared, uh, like practice exams. I was getting like 505, 506. Like I felt okay, like adequate. I was never scoring below 500. And then I got my score back and I was like, oh my God, like I'm shocked. I don't understand what happened. Like maybe it was my test anxiety, but like none of my practices were this low. Yeah. Um, I got a 486. So okay. I just don't know what to, where to go. <laughs> don't know where to go. How were you prepping for those? Um, I did every practice possible, every resource, blueprint, AMC, real test conditions, like the seven hours would take the lunch break, like mm -hmm. everything. Like I did everything right. And I just don't understand what happened, I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, you mentioned test anxiety. Talk about that for a minute. Um, the, I think that the first two times it was definitely more high. Cause like, I felt like so much pressure, just like, I've always been a bad standardized tester. Like even my SAT, like terrible. Like I could had to go to community college first because I couldn't get an SAT score. Mm. Um, so I guess it's been like a continuous thing throughout my life, Okay, but I really felt like this time, like it was very un under control. Like it wasn't bad. It was really calm throughout the entire exam. Like I felt good when I left and. I just, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Uh, okay. So, so test anxiety is nothing new for you. The question is, what are you no. doing to, to work on it? Have, have you seen like a, a test anxiety specialist to help? I have not. And I'm definitely thinking about seeing one before I do a fourth try. Cause yeah. I feel like maybe that would help. Um, but I just don't know. I feel like it wasn't, I don't know if it was test anxiety or if it was just, it's just confusing. Cause like I've spoken to like blueprint and all the different resource companies and they're like, what have you, what were you scoring beforehand? And my practices all aligned with like 506, 507. Like it just didn't make sense, I guess. Like what could have happened? I don't know. Test anxiety. 
Yeah. I mean, you, it's it's very hard to be anxious about a practice test. Yeah. There, there's no ramifications to to you doing poorly on a practice full length exam. It's not until you change your environment, you actually go to the test center, you walk through those doors that you're like, oh, this is real. Your, your body yeah. knows. <laughs> that yeah. cortisol starts spiking and your body knows. So how do like people, I guess, with test anxiety deal with it? They just see specialists and it gets better and they score better and that's Hopefully, it. yeah. Yeah, hopefully that's that's the plan. There are psychiatrists and psychologists out there who work specifically with with students with test anxiety. I, I had mm -hmm. one of them, Dr. David Pewter, on the podcast, the pre-med years podcast. He's a psychiatrist who deals with uh, med students who have test anxiety around the board exams. It's a thing. Yeah. And so what are the ways to to manage that anxiety? And it's hard. I hear what you're saying of like, well, I didn't feel like I had, had any anxiety on my last test day, but that's not what your score says. Yeah. Unless your practice exams weren't um, uh, weren't real, right? Your your full length practice exams, but you said you did it in kind of normal standard testing kind of parameters environment, but it was also your third time taking the MCAT. So how how familiar were you with those full length exams? Were they exams that you've taken before, and maybe that skewed your your score? There yeah. are lots of variables. I mean, they were. Um, I guess that's my second question. Like, I don't know what to study in this time around because I've studied everything on the <laughs> like I've done all the test exams from every company. So I just I don't even know how I can get a score that's not like somewhat skewed if I've already looked at all the different exams. Yeah, it's hard. And so lots of QBank stuff. Um, uh, Blueprint obviously has a big Q bank that you can use, and and maybe you rely a little bit less on the full length exams and more just on lots of questions, as as many questions as you can do. Um, mm -hmm. And and typically, my my mapped co founder Rachel, who has lots of experience in the in the test prep world, will say that uh, it's like six months or four months or something uh, in terms of like if you've taken a full length within like the last four months, then then you can't really judge your score based on that. Um, so yeah. the more time that you can put between the last time you took those full lengths and the next time you're going to take them, that will help a little bit in terms of of better predicting your score and not not looking at that 505 or 508 or whatever it is that you get on on your full length and go, oh, that's awesome, when really it's maybe a 502 or a 500, right, whatever. So it's, yeah, it's hard. But the, I think ultimately the, the question is um, from a psychological aspect, like, and, and it's harder because you've taken the test three times now. And yes, there will be schools out there that will filter you out because you've taken it four times. But there are plenty of students getting in, taking the MCAT four times. There's just going to be a few schools that just won't like it. And there's nothing you can do about that. But But ultimately... Unfortunately, what I see is that students just continue to build up this test into a bigger beast the more times they take it. And so the test yeah. anxiety gets worse each time and not better, which is why yeah. it's more imperative that you go and talk to someone about it. Yeah, I feel like that's I feel like that's getting it is getting worse. Like now that like it's the only thing I think about every day. I'm like, I failed the MCAT, I failed the MCAT more times. Like, you didn't fail like, it. You just didn't do well. 
<laughs> yeah. And I guess like, and it's disappointing too, because I had it all in line to like apply the cycle. And now uh, with this score, obviously, uh, I don't think that can occur anymore. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I, I don't know. I'm doing a master's program. So I'm thinking maybe that would help with uh, like having more courses, more background of science and stuff. Okay. Um, what are you I, doing I the just, master's for? Um, just to do like have something for my gap year, I guess, like educationally. I feel like I do really bad when I'm not in school learning and growing academically. So I felt like okay. doing a master's would help. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I guess, nervous because I feel like my anxiety around the MCAT like is getting worse now that I've done like so poorly three times, like going yeah. into it for a fourth. Um, I feel like it might be even worse. Like, what if I got even a worse score than that? Like, <laughs> then where do I go from there? I yeah. guess that's that's the question, which is why <laughs> you need to talk to a a real expert uh, therapist about test anxiety. I think, I think that's the next step. It's not a tutor. It's not more content review. Like, yes, it's those things. And it's, it's talking to someone about test day anxiety strategies leading up to, so that you can, you can make sure as best as possible that you, you're prepared walking into that test day and walking out. Um, I guess like I'm a very hypothetical person. Yeah. So I guess like, um, let's say I did do again poorly on the MCAT for a fourth time. Yeah. And then yep. do I just consider going overseas like Caribbean or do I like, do you think that like even DO school, like, I don't, I don't, I know DO schools are more holistic, but like there are metrics, I guess that needs to be met even for DO schools because it's American. Yeah. Um, overseas. So um, what do you recommend to students like after taking it so many more times and they can't overcome it? Yeah. I, I think it, it depends on the, the student and the specific situation. Um, but typically students who have good GPAs and they're just terrible at taking the MCAT, uh, two or three or four or five times, right? It's uh, that potentially is the perfect recipe for going overseas, going to the Caribbean, et cetera, and just going to med school there, right? O obviously, there are still big standardized tests and you're still going to have to face test anxiety, but it's, at least it's not the MCAT. I think that's a big difference, right? The MCAT is just a beast all unto itself. Um, and so those are are some really good uh, scenarios where going to an international med school may be uh, acceptable and and potentially the the best option because if if you just can't do well in the MCAT you can't do well in the MCAT that's not going to change um, but if it's test anxiety well guess what med school is still going to have really big tests so I think that's the the first step is is figuring out how to handle that yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Um, I, will, I know there's a limit, like seven times you can take the exam. Seven right? times in a lifetime. When do you yeah. recommend students to stop taking it? Like after their fourth try, after their fifth try? Seven, seven times, right? I think it depends. What What is your ultimate goal? If you want to exhaust all options to, to go to a U.S. school, then take it seven times. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the more times you take it, the more it looks like you're not unable to handle 
I guess, like standardized exams. Is that how it looks to medical schools? That's, that's one way. Yeah, it looks it looks like that. It also depends, yeah. right? It, it could also make that you're just making really bad decisions taking the test without being prepared. But if you're getting yeah. 505s on, on full-length exams, then theoretically you're prepared, and then you come out with a 486, then obviously there's there's some disconnect there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just frustrating because yeah. it's like the only thing, I guess, that's kind of like stopping me from applying. Um, it's just an, like another gap year, another more time like waiting and waiting and waiting and I just, I don't know. I feel very stuck. Yeah. Big Sam. I've, I feel you. <laughs> You're not the only one with the MCAT is literally the only barrier. Yeah. That's part of this uh, process, unfortunately, that, that just is unfair to lots of students who just can't do well on the MCAT. Yeah. Um, do you think that there's like, uh, I know like you don't like, um, say like statistics or that, I mean, how do I word this? Hold on. <laughs> um, like, let's say a 500, is that like a baseline you would say like, that's ex- okay to be able to apply to like American medical schools or even take the chance? Yeah, I, I think so. 500 is a pretty easy kind of normal cutoff that I think a lot of schools have. Yeah. And do schools have like, um, screening, I guess per school and it might change, but like screening. So like if you submit a four nine, you're just automatically out yep. or something like that. Yeah. 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 It'll vary. It'll vary by the school. And most schools don't make that information public on what they screen off of. Yeah. So it's like wasting money by applying with such a low score kind of. Yes. Yeah. It is. I call it a donation to the double AMC. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't want to do that, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely think that that's a good advice though. Cause I, I just don't know what to do about the exam. So I think that would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Therapist. Maybe, maybe I need to bring on a, a whether it's a Dr. David Pewter again, or, or maybe uh, someone new to talk about test anxiety. Cause it's, it's just a beast. Yeah. Do you think that there's a, like I should wait a certain amount of time before I try taking the exam again. Like do you, I, like think, after- I think you should stop worrying about taking the exam and go focus on the test anxiety piece first. Okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. Right. Well, it's that like, was really the only, it's like, it's like going, <laughs> going, uh, you, you tear your ACL and you're like, when can I play again? I'm like, let's have surgery first and then see how rehab goes. And let's, yeah. One one thing before the next. Okay. Yeah, I will do that. That's really the only question I had. Um, that was just like the biggest thing because, yeah, it's the only thing really stopping me from applying to medical school this year. Yeah. So. Good luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to take your advice and hopefully it works. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group. 